welcome to the Forgiven Once For All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I'll be your host today. Well, happy Easter. This is the uh, Saturday before Easter, and I wanted to talk to you about um, a little bit about Saturday. We hear a lot about Friday, and we hear a lot about Sunday. A lot about Sunday. Sunday's a very important day. But what happened on Saturday? So we understand that Jesus went to the cross on Friday because the Pharisees, they desperately wanted to put an end to this before the Passover. And their Passover started on the Sabbath, which was technically Friday evening and into Saturday. And so... Um, they, you know, hung Jesus on the cross along with the other two thieves and he was crucified. And so we're going to look at some scriptures and we, we do know that he, he died. That's crucial for us to understand. And that's the power of our faith is that Jesus came from God, was God, became a man was man, and he died. He took the punishment of sin and death. He was punished by sin and death, and he defeated it. But Saturday, where was he at Saturday? You know, a lot of times we skip over Saturday, and we just say, oh, well, he was in the grave. That's true. But we do have a couple of verses that give us some insight as to where Jesus was on Saturday. First, let's read Acts 2, starting in verse 24. It says, And God raised him from the dead, putting an end to the agony of death, since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says of him, I saw the Lord continually before me, because he is at my right hand, and so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue was overjoyed. Moreover, my flesh also will give in, live in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You have made known to me the way of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Here we have David prophesying of Jesus' resurrection, that he, he says that you will not leave my soul in Hades. So we, this is one clue as to where Jesus was on Saturday. Romans 10.6 says, But the righteousness based on faith speaks as follows, Do not say in your heart, Who will go up into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. 1 Peter 3, 18-20 says, For Christ also suffered for sins once for all time. Get that, once for all time. The just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death, in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. 
in which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison, who once were disobedient when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water, corresponding to that baptism now saves you, not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven after angels and authorities and powers had been subjected to him. First Peter chapter 4, 6, it says, For the gospel has for this purpose been preached even to those who are dead, that though they are judged in the flesh as people, they may live in the spirit according to the will of God. Luke chapter 23, verse 33, it says, And when they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and the other on the left. But Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing his garments among themselves. And the people stood by watching. Even the rulers were sneering at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also ridiculed him, coming up to him, offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Now there was also an inscription above him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged there was hurling abuse at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other responded and rebuking him, said, Do not Do you not even fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed are suffering justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for our crimes. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he was saying, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the entire land until the ninth hour, because the sun stopped shining, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. And having said this, he died. Revelations 1, 17 And 18 said, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, and the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. So we have a few scriptures here that talk about where Jesus was. On Friday night, Saturday, and early Sunday morning. We see from scripture that he was in Hades, in Sheol. 
he was in the depths of the earth. We see that he was preaching to those that were disobedient, to those that were dead, so that they might even have hope. And we see him telling the thief on the cross that today you will be with me in paradise. This is where Jesus was at. He was in the afterlife, whatever you want to call it, where all the souls who had died from the time of Adam all the way up into the cross, the thief on the cross, all the souls for the 4,000 years that had passed, Jesus had paid the price for their sin And he was preaching the gospel to those that were captive, to those who had died in sin, and Jesus had paid for that sin. See, this is a powerful truth. Number one, this teaches us that there is an afterlife. Number two, we we see that decisions can be made in this afterlife, that People could decide to receive and believe and trust upon this salvation. And number three, we see that Jesus is victorious, that he has the keys to death and Hades. See, on Saturday, Jesus was preaching to the masses and letting them know about the good news that he has overcome, that he has finished the work of the law, that no longer can the law accuse, can no longer can Satan accuse, no longer does Hades have power over those that have passed into its borders. No longer does death have a sting. The Bible says, oh, death, where is your sting? Because it's gone. Jesus has overcome. So on Saturday, Jesus was in the afterlife. There are many names that are used and divisions. We have Abraham's bosom, paradise, the place where the righteous dead were. And then we have Hades. We have captivity. We have the other place where Jesus went there also. This is where the disobedient went when they passed. Now the truth here is that the righteous that passed were not righteous without Christ, and the disobedient were made righteous by Christ. See, we were all made righteous by Christ. Whether you believe it or not, we are made righteous, and when we receive that and we believe it, then our life changes and we have a better life here And we live in that abundant life, the resurrection life. You're no longer living in the lie of defeat 
were made righteous by Jesus. See, that's the the beauty of the gospel, is that Christ has made us righteous in right standing with God, no matter whether you believe it or not. Now, when you believe it, that power and that resurrection life is evident and showing in your life. Your life changes because now the scales fall off your eyes. And like Paul, you see the Messiah and you can live in resurrection power. You're no longer living in the lie of defeat. There is a lie that has been taught to us that you must decide right now. Otherwise, whatever decision you make, either you're going to go to heaven or hell for eternity. That is not scripture. That is man-made tradition. Now, when you receive Christ and you believe the gospel, your life changes and you have a better life. You live in freedom and the abundance, this abundant, overflowing life that, that Christ promised. And yes, you can die without ever experiencing that. But you will not be lost for eternity because Christ has paid for your sin and you will one day see that and receive it because the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. The Bible says that the shepherd will go and find his lost sheep. The father will not lose one son or daughter because his son, Jesus, has overcome the world. He's overcome death. He has overcome hell. I hope you are living abundant resurrection life today. And this was Saturday. Sunday's coming. Resurrection Sunday. Happy Easter, and I hope this helped you. Until next time, remember, God is madly in love with you.